0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Quality Podcast. Yes, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. No, it's not. It's trash. I'm joking. That's so ridiculous. Well, that's a good way to start off the podcast. Uh, Guys, welcome back. Episode 7. We're killing it. We have literally never missed a Sunday. We're on episode 7. Am I right? We're episode 7, right? Yeah. Episode 7. How y'all doing? How y'all doing on this beautiful Sunday? Hashtag Sunday Funday, guys. I uh, okay. So first of all, first and foremost, I told you guys that you that we were gonna do um, a midweek podcast. Guess what? It was. It, I recorded it. It was gonna go live on Thursday. I went into my SD card, and the file wasn't there. So, either I'm so stupid, and I didn't hit record on my uh, on my on my thingy, my microphone recording thingy and my camera recording thingy because I didn't have the audio file. I lost it. And literally I was getting tweets from people being like, hey, what, I've been waiting for the midweek podcast and I, I'm in, at my computer like, ah, oh, shit. What happened to it? I I lost the file, which sucks. And you know what sucks even more is I was talking to a camera and a microphone for an hour and a half. I was talking to the camera and the microphone for an hour and a half and I didn't record anything. Sick, dude. You're you're just doing great at life. You're awesome. Let's give you a let's give you a prize. Here you go. Here's some hot trash. I screwed up so bad, dude. And I was so excited because I know how long I've been talking about um doing uh doing a midweek podcast for you guys obviously cuz you don't only want to listen on Sundays. You want to listen during the week too, when you got things going on. Whether you're driving, work, school, whatever, you get another hour of me talking about. <laughs> holy crap! Um, I went to go see. Uh, went to go see a movie the other night. Actually, I've seen every movie. I saw. Um, I saw um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Loved it. Unbelievable film. Um, I want to go see it again, actually, because I feel, you know, when you like go watch a movie the first time, you feel like you got it down and then you watch it a second time and you're like, oh, I didn't really, I missed, did I miss that part? I don't remember that part. And then you can kind of put the, you know, the the full puzzle together. I want to go see it one more time. Um, And I saw um, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. It's a cute film, you know, I was in the mood for some horror. I wanted to get scared. So I was like, all right, this is a, you know, people have been saying it's a horror film. So I'm like, all right, let me go see it. Uh, it didn't scare me at all, and it was cute. I liked it. It was cute. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it if you want to go get scared. You know what I mean? It's one of those where like things are happening. It's they they did some CGI monsters and stuff, and you're just sitting there like, oh, 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 um, oh. No. Oh, no. Not scary. You know, things will be popping up on the screen and I'm like, not even flinching. I'm just fine. Holy crap. I haven't even put a dent in this coffee. Look how much coffee is here. I I, I don't really drink that strong of coffee. I'll have decaf coffee. But when I drink, you know, highly caffeinated coffee. I lose my mind. I look at look at how much. If you guys watching on YouTube, anyway, um, it's like one third of the cup. I drank like one third of the cup, and I was wired out of my damn mind. I could have ran seven marathons and and comp- could have went back to the starting line and did it again. I was just sitting there like, oh, whoa, whoa, going nuts. Yes, yeah, so I went to go see. Uh, I went to go see scary stories to tell in the dark. I got out of that. I got out of the movie at. Uh, it was like a ten forty five movie. I got out of the movie at like one o'clock, right? So I'm driving home, and I uh, I'm on the highway. There's barely any people on the highway. If you here's the thing, like if you see people on the highway at one a.m., 1.30 a.m. on a weekday, because I went on Thursday, Thursday or Friday. Uh, Thursday, Thursday. If you see people on the highway at, at one at one a.m., two a.m. on a weekday, you're a criminal. And that's it. You're just straight up a criminal. There's no questions asked. Anyone that gets pulled over at 2 a.m. on a highway, they've been, you know, they've been committing some crimes. So I see like a bunch of cars. And whenever I see cars on the highway that late, I'm, I'm always so skeptical. I'm like, what are you doing on a Thursday? Do you work? Do you have a job? Do you do things? No. Huh? What? Driving. 2 a.m. Like this. So happy. 2 a.m. I'm like, I should be sleeping right now. I went to a late movie that I shouldn't have gone to, and I should be sleeping. What are you doing? Um, so I'm driving home, and uh, I hate motorcycles. I love them, but I hate them for how loud they are and how they don't, you don't actually hear them and how loud they are until they get beside your car. Like, I'm driving on the highway, and you hear nothing. I'm just like this. Mm-hmm. That's the sound of my car. That's my impre- impression of a car. And then all of a sudden you hear this. And I'm, and it scares the living shit out of me every time. My windows are closed too. And you just, you don't even hear them until they get right beside your window. And all of a sudden it's just like a quick, quick, not gradual, but a, a quick, it, it's gra- it graduates quickly. It goes, and then you shit your pants and I'm in the, in my car. And this guy rips by, right? And you got to love the bikers, like, you know, the guys on the Harleys and stuff. And they got their leather jackets on and the little things that flow in the wind, like. (sighs) So I'm driving. This guy rips past me and it's him. And he's got his girl on the back who has a matching leather jacket, which I think is sick. If you're going to ride a motorcycle like that, you got to have a leather jacket. And if anyone is sitting behind you, they have to have a leather jacket that's matching you or else it's pointless. Don't ride the motorcycle. So fly by me. And I look at that guy and I'm like, holy shit, he's flying. Like the guy's flying. I was doing like 80 miles an hour, whatever it is. I'm already doing 15 over the speed limit. Don't pull me over, please. I'm a nice guy. And this guy, this motorcycle comes flying by with someone on the back of the motorcycle, which I think is irresponsible because you have another life on the back of your motorcycle that you have to make sure uh, stays alive. So try not to do 100 miles an hour on a motorcycle at 2 a.m. Um, they fly by and I look at this guy and I look at the motorcycle the motorcycle was cool, but the guy's handlebars The guy's handlebars are above his head How was that ever Who made that decision to say, you know even handlebars here at your eye level is still kind of a little much You know, they should be kind of chilling. your arm should be chillin if you're riding a motorcycle like this for those of you that aren't watching on YouTube, my hands are above my head, literally, like I'm just, I'm holding a poster up. If you're riding a motorcycle like this, you need Jesus. Look at this. Imagine a guy just on a motorcycle, arms above his head like this. Where? Okay. First of all, me holding my arms above my head like that for what? 10 seconds? Hurts my shoulders. These guys are riding on a, on a vibrating machine going that fast. With their arms above their head. You look ridiculous. Like that's... I, I don't know who thinks that that's cool. And if you think it's cool and I offended you, I'm not sorry. You need Jesus. Your handlebars are above your head. How is that even safe? That means if you're reaching like this to hold your handlebars... Your brake, your clutch is up here. So now you have to be able to make sure that you can reach it and grab it. You know what I mean? Like you have to be able to be able to grab your brakes up here. Hello? Yeah, hi. I don't think that makes any sense. Ridiculous. And it drives me insane that 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 this is a thing. You know, this is a piece of machinery that's being operated by a human but barely operated by the human because the handlebars are in heaven. He's not even holding the handlebars. He's just holding like the, the two sticks of the handlebars, just somehow just driving it. Oh my God. I thought that was so ridiculous. I thought that was so ridiculous. Oh, if you ever see me riding a motorcycle like that, please end it all. End it all. Yeah. Yeah that's like driving a car that's like seeing someone driving a car and their steering wheel is through the roof of the car you get in put the car and drive take your take the e-brake off whatever and then you're just your hands are above you you need Jesus that's all you need just Jesus he'll help you It'll help you make better decisions in your life. Holy shit. (laughs) Sweet Lord, baby Jesus. Oh, did you guys hear that? That, You know when you get those like uh, throat burps that they don't actually come out of your mouth, but they just kind of happen right here. Like that just happened. I don't know if you guys picked that up on the mic. If you did, that's one of the most brilliant moments that'll happen on my podcast is me burping through my throat. Ladies and gentlemen, the Quality Podcast is winning an award this year for not only being the highest quality podcast, but because Christian Della Flago, uh, excuse me, that's not how you pronounce my last name, Christian Della had a throat burp and caught it live. Ladies and gentlemen, for one of the most amazing moments on a podcast, the award goes to Quality Podcast. And I'm just sitting there like, that was that was the most amazing moment. All right. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I'm slow dead. A throat burp. That's the most amazing moment on my podcast. Just there it is. Give him an award. We've never seen that before in history. Um Throughout the week I always like to I have my phone on me. Um I mean obviously. I'm not I don't I didn't mean like that. I meant like I have I'm holding my phone in my hand, I have my phone on me, but Throughout life, I have my phone on me. So I always like whenever there's shit that happens throughout the week, which is really awesome, that I really just hate or I want to vent about or I want to talk about, I just, you know, make a note in my notes of all the things I want to talk about in the podcast. So uh, my notes are stacked because I'm pissed all the time. <laughs> I'm angry about so many things. So my pod, so my notes are filled with shit. Um, so I, I online shop a lot. For those of you that really know me, you know I'm an Amazon uh, veteran. You know, I give Amazon probably 90, realistically, 97% of their uh, online business. And I also use eBay, too. I think eBay's great. eBay's So, Amazon is good to buy, like, real products, uh, brand new, real products right off the bat. You can even buy used stuff on Amazon, but I don't typically buy used off Amazon. But you can buy, like, brand new things off Amazon and, and get them quickly, right? Uh, without having to go to the store, which means you're really lazy, like me. Um, but then there's eBay, And eBay is cool because, like, if you don't really care about buying it brand new and you want to just try and, you know, save some money and get it used and you don't care if someone, you know, has has taken a shit inside of those pants that you're about to buy, then do it. So I use eBay a lot. Uh, I love it for that reason. Um, I bought a lot of my even camera gear off eBay because it's like, okay, I'm going to go buy it brand new for $3,000 or I can buy it off eBay for $2,000 and it's just used lightly by some guy who didn't even know how to use the camera. So I just do that. Um So yeah, eBay is sick for that. What I don't like, okay, what I don't like about eBay, or even just people, this is just people, what I hate about people is, so there's different types of um, ways that you can publish an ad on eBay, right? So what you do is you can go on there, if you have a set price, if you're like, hey, this is a brand new piece that I'm selling on eBay, and I want to sell it for $100, that's my price, no negotiating, you pay me $100, and you suck off. So you can set it so when you publish your ad, it says buy it now and that's it. So you just have the option to buy it now. So if you want to buy it now, you buy it now. That's it. Sometimes people even have brand new things on there that they don't just have buy it now. They have this thing called make an offer, right? Which means you're allowed to make an offer on it. So typically it's for used things. So typically let's just say if someone has a camera on there, the brand the brand new camera is $3,000 if you want to buy a brand new. Um, but a used one, this guy's selling it for 2,500 or best offer, or if you can offer a good offer, he might take it. So let's just say 2,500 might be a little too high for, um, a used item, but he's trying to still get, you know, closer to 3000. So he doesn't lose too much money. You want to offer a little bit lower. You want to say, Hey, listen, I know you're asking for 2,500. I'll give you 2,300, 200 bucks off. You're still making some good money on it. You're just not charging me out the yin yang for something that's not brand new brand new. So this is where I, I like to have a lot of fun because people are assholes. Especially on eBay. Which, to my surprise, I had no idea that online shopping could be filled with such assholes. So I'm on there, right? And I and I find something that I like. Um and a lot of the times, sometimes people are really reasonable and you have to also offer reasonable, right? If someone's asking for a hundred bucks, you can't be like, I'll give you $32. They're going to be like, all right, you can go suck yourself. But if you offer a reasonable price, which is normal, right? Like someone's asking for a hundred, but they're giving you the option to you know, negotiate. You say, I'll give you 85. I'll give you 90, right? 10 bucks off. You save 10 bucks if you're that cheap and you can get something. But for some people on eBay, You have you so you have to pick that when you register a product or an item, whatever it is on eBay, you have to pick. How do you want to sell it? Do you want to sell it as is same price? That's it. That's what you pay for. Or do you want to give people the opportunity to make an offer? People do that a lot. They're like, no, I want people to be able to make an offer because you never know. Nobody, maybe nobody bites this at the price that I'm asking and I want someone to offer. Maybe I'll get $10, $20 less. I'll still take it. You know what I mean? So there's a keyboard that I wanted to buy for my computer. The guy's asking $170, right? Which is high. It's also been used. These keyboards go for about $200 after tax. Brand new. Brand new out of the freaking box. This guy has it up there for $170, which he's asking $30 less, but it's been used. He's used it. I don't know what the condition of the thing is. You know, I don't know um, how he's handled it. So for me, I don't ever like to buy things used for close to the retail value because then for extra $30, I'll just buy it brand new. You know what I mean? That's it. Buy it brand new. You go home with a brand new product and you go to sleep. This guy was asking $170. So he had make an offer as an option on his listing. So I made a reasonable offer. I said, look, I'll give you $150 for it. Cash right now. Okay you submit your offer to them and then they get a chance to review it and then if they don't like it they decline if they like it they accept or they can come they can know uh, what's it called renegotiate your offer and and uh come back with a different with a different landing point for the price so i offer 150 and the guy declines it right away declines it right away like he didn't even come back with like a 160 and i'll do it you know what I mean? He's asking 170. I offered 150. It's used. He declines it. Didn't even bother negotiating with me at all. And I'm like, okay, sick. And I'm curious because I want to test this out. I want to see what it's going to take to move this guy's noodle. You know what I mean? To, to get his noodle moving. So I'm on eBay and he declines it. So I go back and I say, I offer again. I'm like 160. 160. Because I don't care about fucking $20. You know what I mean? Like, cool. You want to cheap out over $10, $20 difference? Sick. Whatever. I, I don't care. I go back and I offer him $160. He's asking $170. It's a $10 difference. You're giving me the option to offer. $160. He declines it. Oh! Oh, baby! Oh, baby! Baby, you're asking 170. You're giving me the option to offer. I'm I'm asking for ten dollars less. You're giving me the option to offer. I say 160 on 170. That's pretty reasonable. That's a sale right there and then for ten dollars less. Sale. Don't even think about it. Right. He declines it, which means what, what room do we have to negotiate here? $5. You're going to, you're going to cheap out for $5. That's like, I didn't even bother going back to him because I'm just like, this is ridiculous. You're giving me the option to, to offer. You declined my offer for $10 less. So what do I offer now? $165? and then you're going to be like, hmm. Well, 165. I mean, I was trying to go for something closer to 170. Maybe like, you know, 168. I might take 167. But my range my my range was like 168 169. You're saving $2. You're saving two fucking dollars. Why? Why are you doing this to me? You're saving $2. Because the fact of the matter is this guy probably wouldn't even take 165 So you're making me offer up to save $3 on a keyboard, dude? You need Jesus. That's all you need is just Jesus. And he'll help you get through it. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. 165 Maybe you'll take it? You know, I was really looking in the market of 160 167 168. Um but sir, you know you're asking uh, 170, right? That's $2 difference. Well, that's what I'm asking for, and that's what I'm willing to negotiate. Well, sir, I just, you know, I just don't understand. You you're you're interested in negotiating, but you're only willing to move like 0.3% of the overall asking price. Are you stupid? Do you think I'm stupid? It's borderline offensive. I took offense to that, for real. The second that happened, I'm like, this is going in my podcast. You hole. You arshalasha hole. You could have had a sale. Guess what? You're not getting a sale now. Why? No one's going to buy it for the price you're asking if it's used, and you're not willing to negotiate. So guess what? You're going to have that keyboard for life. That keyboard is going to be in your coffin when you die and you're going to keep it and you're going to miss out on the $160 that I offered you, which is $10 less. And guys, I get it. I get it to not, you know, if you're not going to take an offer, if it's unreasonable, if you're selling a couch for a thousand dollars and the guy says, I'll give you 600, you're like, dude, you're, you're. You're asking for $400 less. I might as well keep it. I need 1000 or close to 1000 at least. Give me 900, I'll do it, right? You save 100 bucks. But you're going to cheap out on $5, $2 just to you know what I mean? Like god, just just what? What? Put me out of my misery. So that kind of stuff happens on eBay. It doesn't always happen. Sometimes you have really good experiences. I've had plenty and plenty of good experiences on eBay where, you know, you make a reasonable offer, you get a bite, done. He's confirmed the offer, you get it for that price. Sick, right? Like, but then you get those people that it's like, you, you might as well, you might as well just burn the thing because you're not going to sell it. Ridiculous. For $10. For a Big Mac combo at McDonald's, you're going to cheap out on a, on a sale. For $10. You're going to cheap out on a, on a two-for-one Domino's Pizza gift card. For $10. You're going to lose a sale. For $10. Oh, end it all. End it all. Holy crap. That shit is toxic. Like, you have to have so much time on your hand to do that. You know what I mean? You have to have such such unbelievable amounts of time on your hands to be able to sit there and be like, no, I was thinking more for $3. I'll give you it for for $165, $5 less than what you're asking. No, I don't think so. Then you're replying to other replies. $167, no, I don't think so. Sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll buy it for what you're asking. No, I don't think so. Just end it all. <laughs> oh, those people that have way too much time on their hands. Holy crap. What pit? Oh my God. When you go into like a fast food restaurant and you have people inside of a McDonald's, mind you, I haven't been inside of a McDonald's in probably six years since like high school. Right. When you, I, I've, I remember just being, and like I said, in my last pod, podcast, if you haven't, if you haven't seen it, listen to it. It's great. I talk about a lot of things I talk about customer service. When I used to go into restaurants, fast food restaurants, and there'd be a lady in there arguing with the cashier about something so stupid. It's like, hey, what, what kind of life do you have? Excuse me, sir. What, what kind of life do you have? Are you are you happy? Are you sad? Do you have just way too much time on your hands? There'd be people in there arguing like, uh, excuse me, I just ordered a junior chicken. And there's only, there's only two pickles in there. Isn't there supposed to be three? Uh, sir, there's, there's, a, there's usually a, a, always two pickles. We always make sure we put at least two pickles in there. Really? Because the last time I was here, I had three pickles. Oh, well, sir, you must have just gotten lucky and got an extra pickle. Uh, well, hold on a second. The last time, the time before that, and the time before that. I had three pickles. I bit into my junior chicken and there's only two pickles in there. What do we do? It's like, dude, go home, go home, get in your car and drive home. Go home. Go talk to somebody. Talk about life. Go, go share some stories with someone that would enjoy your time. The cashier, the cashier is not the owner. The cashier is not the cook. The cashier is the cashier. Arguing with the cashier is pointless. There's absolutely no point to arguing with the cashier. It's just dumb. Because the cashier is only pushing the buttons. They're not back there throwing pickles on junior chickens. Really, I would like to speak to your manager, please. I would like to speak to your manager. Okay, sure. They pull the manager out. Excuse me, uh, sir, what's your name? My name's Rick. I'm the manager. Yeah, sorry, Trick. Listen up. This guy right here told me that you can't have more than... That That I'm, that I'm lying about pickles. He told me that you're, I'm only supposed to get two pickles on, your ju- on a junior chicken. Is that true? Well, sir, we, we typically aim to have at least two pickles on every junior chicken. Yes, well, this guy right here, this gentleman, what's his name? Anthony? Anthony right here. Told me It's like, dude, go home. You got way too much time on your fingertips. Go home. Please. And if you see people doing this in public, please tell them to go home. The same way that I do. People start pulling that shit. I'm like, hey, buddy, go home. Go home. You're having a rough day. Go home. Go home. Or you know what? Before you go home, go to the dollar store. Buy yourself a calendar and schedule something. Schedule something. Schedule a massage. Schedule a walk in the park. You know what I mean? Do something with your time. Don't just be the, that guy that has too much time. Because you look stupid. You know what I mean? That's all. You look stupid. You look like a pile of trash. And I feel so badly for the people That have to deal with that shit you shouldn't have to deal with that this is your life and think about it you're wasting 30 seconds dealing with some arsehole for no reason just end it all holy crap (laughs) guys i try so hard i try so hard to be a good person in every situation every single situation I'll never give people a hard time. I never complain. I'm always the most human, down-to-earth human. You mess up on my order. If I order food, even if I go to a restaurant and I spend you know $80 on a meal, right? Ridiculous. If I spend $80 on a meal and something happens, the chef messes up, the waiter forgets to punch something in or punches in the wrong thing, you know what I say? Screw it. I'll just eat this. You want to know why? Because life's too short to cause people... Stress and frustration. Mistakes happen. Things happen. You can't dwell on mistakes like that. For real. I'm not going to sit there and tell a waitress, Um, excuse me, sir. Come here, please. You see this? Do you see what I'm working with here? Do you remember? Hey, look at me in the eyes. Do you remember what I ordered? You don't, huh? Exactly. You want to know why? Because this isn't it. I ordered... The filet mignon, a brand new medium rare filet mignon. And what does this look like to you? That's chicken. That's a chicken breast. Did I order chicken, sir? And then the poor waiter is just sitting there like, no, that's completely my fault, sir. I'll, I'll get you another one. And the guy's like, and people are just, even when they're trying to make up for a mistake, I've seen so many people just be complete dicks and just be like, yeah, cool, go do that. And I'm like, you piece of shit. You are an asshole. Life is way too short to be doing that to people, man. Just be good, just be good. Someone makes a mistake, cool. How many times do you make mistakes where you wish that someone would sympathize with you? You know what I mean? When I make mistakes, I hope someone doesn't chew my head off. I'm not perfect. I try my best to be as as good of a person as possible, but I'm not perfect. If I make a mistake, like, be a human. So I never, ever, ever, regardless of the situation, regardless of where I'm at, I never give people a hard time like that, man. I I want people to, whenever they interact with me and they leave, I want them to feel better. I want them to feel happy. You know what I mean? I want them to leave and be like, wow, that guy was really nice. If you can be that person for that person, be that one person that gives that person hope for the day, you've done an amazing job and you're a human. You know what I mean? You're that one person that someone's gonna remember at the end of their shift, at the end of the day, by the end of their workout, whatever it is that they're doing, you're gonna be the person that's gonna give them hope for the day. And remember, every time you get in that situation, you might be the only person that could have the ability to make them feel hopeful for the day or forever. You never know. So you could be the one. And if you don't, think about that. That person might never have an experience throughout that day where someone shared love with them or, or made them feel good about themselves or anything. So that's why always do your part. Even if it's not, even if it's not, um, appreciate it on their end, just do it anyway. Because sometimes I'm so nice to people, right? Um, and, and I keep saying, I know I keep saying waiters and waitresses, but, but that's just because I eat out a lot. I'm I'm not the best cook, so I eat out a lot. Um, and I'm, And I'm typically dealing with waiters and waitresses. Sometimes waiters and waitresses, you literally see how happy they are just to get to come to your table and talk to you for a few seconds or whatever. And sometimes they don't give a shit. Sometimes you're so nice to them and you give them all the best energy in the world and sometimes they're just still upset and still down, right? And they don't give you the respect for, for just being a nice person. They're just like, oh, okay, cool. If you're like, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. And they're like, yeah. And they leave. It's not your job. It's not your job to um, figure out who is going to respect you and who is going to be, and, recipro- and reciprocate the energy um, that you're giving. It's not your job. Some days you might not get anything. Some days you might not get anyone smile back at. You might not have anyone smile back at you. But that's not your job. Your job is to smile. That's it. So yeah, just be a good person. There's been times where I literally couldn't and this is obviously before more so before social media when I was like working like part-time jobs and stuff. And if I went out to eat one time like for lunch or for dinner, There would be times where I couldn't afford, like I really couldn't afford, like if I tipped a little on the heavier side, it could have really eaten up a lot of my money that I, that I had only saved, which would have been like 20, 30, 40, 50 bucks extra. And I even went, I would go out of my way for servers or just anyone to just give them an extra $10, you know what I mean? Because it means something, it means something to people when you do that, you know, it makes, it makes their day worth it just like a smile does, just like a hug, just like saying to somebody, you know, Hey, like, how, how's your day going today? How are you doing? You know what I mean? Like so random people like I've seen waiters, like, and again, I keep referring back to this. Cause this is like the, the most people watching I do is typically when I'm out eating. I have seen like waiters go to tables and be like, Hey guys, how you guys doing today? And they're like, good. Can we, uh, we're ready to order. And I'm thinking like, you didn't even like acknowledge the person. That's a human right there standing beside you. you. Didn't even look at them. Hey man, my day's good. How's your day going? Did you start early? When, what time did you start your shift? Right? Like just taking, taking them into consideration, taking their lives into consideration just means a lot. Anyway, this has turned into a, 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 a I'm a preacher. I'm a preacher now, but it's just that simple. And watch the energy that, that, that comes back around when you are that person all the time. Obviously, you're going to have your bad days. But don't let your bad days affect how you treat other people. If I'm having a really shitty day and all hell has gone, broke loose for me, and and I've had literally one of the worst days of my month, of my months, of my year, I still will not be like, yeah, whatever, dude. Like, because like I said, it's not your job to know when and where things are going to work out for you and know when and how you should treat people. You just treat people with respect and love people. That's it. And watch how your life changes. Anyway, this is a TED Talk. Holy shit. I don't even know how we went down that rabbit hole, but shit, it happened. Sorry, now we're in a rabbit's hole. Um, Oh, God, what else did I write down here? ASMR. Holy shit, is ASMR the worst thing that's ever happened to social media? Here, let me, let me do a little infomercial for social media, for, uh, for ASMR. Let me do a little really, really accurate infomercial for ASMR. Ready? Hey guys, do you lack talent? Do you lack skill? Do you lack passion for literally anything at all? Is the only thing that you're excited about making money? Do you know which colors pop? Do you know what sounds really tickle the bone? Well, guess what? You're in luck. ASMR influencers are a thing. All you have to do is whisper into a microphone, eat really random things that are colorful. Don't forget the colors because that's what you need your thumbnail to be as full of colors because that's the only way that you'll attract people. And guess what? If you do this, you'll make hundreds and hundreds of thousands of of, of, of dollars, if not millions And there's literally nothing required. Hey, my name's Rick. Um, I was just wondering, where do I submit my resume for ASMR videos? Well, you're in luck, Rick. Guess what? You don't need one. You don't need anything at all. Do you know how to move your mouth? Um, yeah, I do. Do you know how to chew food? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I know how to chew food. Well, guess what? That's all the fuck you need. All you need to know how to do is just go like this. Wow, really? That's it? Yes. And you can make hundreds of thousands of dollars. And gain millions of subscribers that you can brag to your friends about for literally doing absolutely fucking nothing. Wow, thanks, mysterious man. Thank you, YouTube. You're welcome. Hey, be wise with that money. And hey, keep pursuing absolutely nothing that is what the world has come to dude if i see one more asmr channel pop up on my feed i am going to lose my shit hey guys welcome I just made it up. I just fucking made it up right now. Ready, listen to this. Oh, wow. Did you hear that? And guess what? I'm gonna tap on the coffee, too. Yeah. Can you hear that in the background? Wait, do you guys hear that? Cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. Oh wait, do you guys hear that too? My ego is growing. Did you hear that? That was my ego. Holy shit. Social media has become the one place, the one-stop shop for the most talentless people that make the most money in the world. Newsflash. Newsflash. Every time that you make an ASMR channel every time that you make a really, really clickbait thumbnail and title that has the only purpose of bringing people into a video to get views, you are killing people's mental state. You're, you are killing people. You are taking people's valuable time where they could be learning, growing, experiencing and you're shoving ASMR in their ass come on man social media has become a place with the most purposeless people no purpose and guess what I feel for you I feel for you you want to know why because I was there at one point I was at the point where I didn't know what I was doing with my life and you know what I did I searched, I searched, I tried things, I experienced things, I changed, I made new friends, I changed sceneries, I moved, I did all these different things to be able to start to have those experiences that will influence me and my passions for, and, and maybe find things that you like. I did that. You know what I didn't do is I didn't hear from a fucking friend that you could make money on social media for doing dumb shit or see that online, because guess what? All media talks about is how, many, how much money these influencers are making. And all that is breeding is more people to chase money, which is what the fuck we don't need. We don't need any more of that. We got enough people on this planet that are just doing nothing for society, doing nothing for their own well-being, and just chasing money. You want to know what that ends up with? Misery. Depression. You want to know why? Because money can't buy you happiness. Money can't buy you mental sanity. There's going to be a point when you make your thousandth ASMR video, which we'll have that conversation then, when you realize how big of a lie your life has been and the money in your bank account can't turn that lie around. Sorry, facts. Sorry, truth. Truth. This shit is so disappointing. It really is. It's so disappointing. You want to know why? Because I'm on it. I'm on it. And I don't consider myself any of these things. You know what I mean? Like I'm pursuing acting. I've worked so hard because I love it. I've trained I've I've trained for 3 years before even doing anything, any jobs, any nothing, just to be able to learn more and grow and find more love for the thing that I love already. And these people are like stagnant, staying still, and just doing shit that's not moving them forward, making them money, and also ruining people's minds. Think about that, dude. This is real shit. Like, I'm not just sitting here, oh, but Christian, that's just your opinion. No, this is facts. Facts. Social media used to be a place for talented people. And when I say that, I mean creative minds. You don't have to be an actor. You don't have to be a singer. You don't have to be a dancer. You just have to be creative and you have to love what you do. That's it. Now it's like, let me chew on colorful cakes. Oh yeah, shit. Let me chew on colorful cakes, dude. Let me do that. And on top of that, you know what else gets bigger? When you're, Chewing on cakes for no reason and you just make a lot of money for no reason, your ego gets bigger. And when your ego gets bigger, you start to treat people and things like shit. Why? Because you start to think you're better than everyone. And imagine how much better someone that just eats cakes or colorful things for a living feels compared to someone else. They're probably like, dude, I made $200,000 last month. All I'm doing is eating food. What are you doing? That's the most stupid argument I've ever heard in my life. And also the most shallow argument or point you could ever make. You want to know why? Because are you happy or are you temporarily happy because of the money? What is it? And we'll have that conversation again. I love it because I have a lot of people, friends of mine even, that I'm like, dude, you're all over the place. You're all over the place you're 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 diving and reaching for things that don't make sense and they don't agree with me and they think I'm crazy. But guess what, guys? I've made millions off of social media. I've been in the places where I could manipulate social media to make shit tons of money and guess what? Didn't make me happy. You're hearing from me. I'm telling you this to your face. From me, from someone that's actually in the mud. I've made millions of, off of social media. So much money. For a 20-year-old when I moved to LA, I was 20 making shit tons of money. And guess what? Chasing the wrong things and making me very unhappy. Why? Because I'm doing I'm doing something for the wrong reason. You know what I mean? Like I said, acting has always been my passion. Have I acted a lot since I moved to LA? Yeah. No, I'm proud of the things I've done and I've done a lot. I haven't done zero. I've done a series. I've done multiple feature films, short films. You know, I've worked with Kevin Hart. We've done some cool stuff for his LOL network. You know, getting to be in the rooms with really awesome people. Those are the happiest moments I've ever been and I've always overlooked those moments because of money. But guess what? You don't learn that shit until time happens. You don't learn that shit until inside your heart starts to ache. Then you start to think, man, why do I feel so bad? And you learn, right? So it's like, I don't even bother talking or speaking to these people or arguing with them or even trying to help them because we'll, we'll, we will have another conversation 10 years from now. 10 years from now, if we're still around each other or you still know me or you ever want to talk for real, we'll have another conversation. And I can promise you it's going to go differently than the way the conversation we're having right now. Facts. Why? Because I've been through it. Why do I know? Because I can pick these people out like this. I literally see these people like this. I know exactly who's doing it for the money. I know exactly who has zero passion for anything. And I know exactly who the people are that have massive egos for absolutely no reason. I've been doing this for six years. I've collabed with how many hundreds of influencers, how many videos I've made. Like, I know this shit like the back of my hand. You know what I mean? I'm not like... I didn't come out of university doing and got a marketing degree and I'm like, I know who just... Dis- I know who does what... No. I've experienced it. I'm wise in that sense because I've had the experiences. I don't have knowledge. I have the experiences. I've been in the rooms. I've been with the people. And that shit is depressing. Depressing when I see ASMR channels and the flocking. Flocking. It's like... There are people out there on social media that are very creative very talented that actually serve a purpose that their content and their creations actually move society forward. And I don't see, I don't see them. I don't see them on my home feed, but I see all this bullshit, all this bullshit. ASMR videos for what? If you listen to ASMR, I want to know why. And my only guess is, is because it's either soothing right? To the ear, which I get. I like to listen to um, Amazon sounds when I go to sleep. I like to listen to uh, waterfalls or ocean waves when I go to sleep. That that soothes me. I get it. But to take advantage of people's illnesses, right? Because for me, I like to call it an illness because I can't sleep. I haven't been diagnosed with insomnia, but I have a real issue that I have to figure out and work out. If it's my sleeping habits, if it's all of these things... Those are issues that I have. I need to work those out. Your ASMR videos are putting a bandage on me and making me think that your videos and your sounds and the shit that you're doing is going to help me. Like, so fucking stupid. So stupid. So disappointing, too. Because it's like, ASMR? What is the definition of ASMR again? I want to look this up. Let's look up the definition of ASMR. A feeling of well-being combined with a tingling sensation in the scalp and down the back of the neck as experienced by some people in response to a specific gentle stimulus, often a particular sound. Um, Why do people use or like? Look at that. When I searched why do people, the first thing that comes up is why do people like ASMR? Why do people like ASMR? Let's look it up. Uh, for the uninitiated ASMR is sometimes called a braingasm, okay? because most people who experience it feel a tingling response in their body neck or in response uh, to sensory input, although that famous tingling can also pop up on other areas of the body. It's possible for ASMR to determined by uh, it's possible ASMR is determined by similar gene activity. What is ASMR used for? ASMR, which stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response, is still a relatively new creation. describes a feeling of euphoric tingling and relaxation that can come over someone when he or she watches certain videos or hears certain sounds. What kind of videos are there? Okay, anyway, it's supposed to be stimulating, right? Like, how many people do we need stimulating people? How many people? How many ASMR channels do we need? A thousand? How many people do we need chewing on things? Like, come on, man. And it's such a a niche audience. Such a niche audience. Not everybody likes that shit. Whenever I talk to people about ASMR, they're like, ew, screw that. And then some people are like, yeah, I like watching it. It's a very niche audience and it's being manipulated. To the niches. To the little niches. I don't know, man. I don't know anymore. I worked my ass off. You know what I mean? The only reason why I joined social media, fact, the only reason why I even started making Vines or a YouTube channel or anything like that wasn't for the money, wasn't for the fame. You want to know why? Because I was chasing something else. My passion. The only reason why I got on social media was because I wanted to be an actor and I wanted to get my name out there more. I wanted people to see me. I wanted people to see my face. I wanted people to... Watch the things I made, things I created, things that I have up here in my head that I wanted to create into, in, into videos. I wanted them to watch that to be able to be like, oh, wow, I like him. He's cool. Like, I really appreciate the work that he does. That was my reason for getting on social media. Now? Now it's like, what useless shit can I do that'll make me money? You know what I mean? And I promised you right now in my podcast and to myself, hold myself accountable, that till the day I die, I will be pursuing acting. That is my love. That is my passion. The only time that I'm ever the most happy in my life is when I'm on set. And, I, and it makes me smile just saying that. That's when I'm happy. That's when, I, that's when I, I love working with the crews and learning things and hanging with the director, hanging with the director of photography, hanging with extras, hanging with castmates, hanging with you know, gaffers and stuff like that. Like That makes me happy. That community of people makes me so happy. And that's what I'm after is the happiness that it makes me feel. Not the money, not the fame, right? I didn't even take in what I just said, that I just said that I'm chasing that happiness because that's what makes me happy. And it has nothing to do with materialistic things or money. It's my passion inside. And you see that passion every time I do things. Uh, like I said, in my last podcast, if you didn't see it, I posted a monologue on my Instagram for fun. Cause I record a lot of them and I was like, you know what? Let me just upload one. Everyone freaked out. Everyone loved it. And I'm happy. That makes me happy that people could watch that and actually like appreciate it and resonate with it. Like sick. That is my, that is my dream. And yeah, I'm just like, I've so much anger and emotion built up because I see so many people not figuring out what makes them happy, but replacing that with temporary happiness, which is money and chasing clout and chasing fame and things that are just going to build their ego before they even can release it. The goal is to release your ego before you start. So that every experience and everything you learn and everything you do and everything you do that helps you grow is an experience and benefits you as a human, like as a, as a mental, as a soul, not just for the purpose of stupid shit, man. I'm disappointed for real. I'm disappointed in a lot of things, a lot of people. We just don't need any more crap. You know what I mean? Um So yeah, if you hear this, ASMR channels, you know what I mean? If you have one that you like and there's one channel that's doing it well and they're and they give you, you know, some sense of satisfactory or whatever it is, cool enjoy it if there's thousands of the asmr channels that are coming around just don't don't pay so much attention to all of these things it's not even just asmr channels i know i've only been talking about asmr because i think it's literally the most ridiculous anyone can do it and hey piece of advice to you guys if you guys don't know what the fuck you're doing and you want to do shit make an asmr channel there done all you need is a mic like this which you can get this isn't five thousand dollars this mic is affordable And if you can't afford it right now, save up and get it. Sure, SM7B, that's what it's called. S-H-U-R-E SM7, the number seven, B, as in Bob. Buy that. Get a random camera. You literally don't even need a really good camera. Buy colorful things and eat them quietly. That's it. And you have a potential shot at making hundreds of thousands of dollars if that matters to you. Right? Like, that's how stupid it is. That's how stupid it is. Anyone can do it. Can you imagine ASMR channels getting into fights with each other? I chew food better than you! Oh, yeah? Well, have you ever... Have you ever chewed a toothpick before? I have. No, I haven't chewed a chewed a toothpick, but... Have you ever chewed... Have you ever chewed a Rice Krispie Square quietly? Like, what the fuck? Like... That shit would be hilarious. That would be the last thing that I ever want to see in my life is two people that make ASMR videos fight about ASMR. (laughs) That would literally be the just most pointless, the most pointless argument that would have ever happened in the history of mankind. In the history of mankind. And I could probably think of some really stupid arguments that have happened that have just zero point. Two ASMR people fighting about ASMR? We've done it. We have hit rock bottom. Chase your passions, guys. Regardless of whether or not you know it can make you money or make you famous or get you to a place that you want to get, chase your passions. And if you don't know what your passion is yet, try things. Try things. Try things. Try things because I promise you when you try enough things and you find that one thing that tickles you, you'll be addicted. You'll become obsessed. It's the only thing that you will do. The only thing you'll think about. Even if you can't think about it 24 hours a day, you will still make so much time for it and and pursue and learn and grow as much as you can as possible within that realm of whatever that interest is. And you'll be happy. And that's all that I'm trying to show, man. Like, you can, you can be happy. Always. You're going to have your down moments, obviously. But your mental state will be gratitude and happy. Because you get to do what you love. Right? YouTube is all about now just flashy shit. The last person to leave this box wins $500,000. Really? Really? That's so awesome, man. That's so awesome. Awesome that you're messing with people's mental like that. And you're also showing that, hey, to make a YouTube video do really well, throw money in there. Throw $50,000 in the title. $50,000 to the last person that, (laughs) the last person that stops eating cereal. Sick, anyone can make that video. You have no talent, you have no purpose. Anyone can put a dollar amount in a video title, make a thumbnail look really crazy and serve absolutely no purpose, get famous and make money. Anyone can do that. But you know what anyone can't do, right? Or you know what anyone, you know what the majority of people can't do is have passions and talent without putting time into that because all this shit's going to go away. All this shit's going to go away. Eventually, YouTube and all these things are going to be so oversaturated with bullshit that people are going to search for talent again. Remember that I said that right now here in this podcast. Eventually, people are going to search for stuff that's meaningful and stuff that involves talent and skill. And the only way you can have those things is from time, wisdom, ex- you know, experiences, and love. It's the only way you can have that. And not many people have that. But right now, literally anyone can do anything so that's why we have such oversaturation on social media. It's because anyone can do anything and not have a purpose and get somewhere, which shouldn't be the case ever. Not everyone should be able to do anything, should require some sort of some sort of creative ability. Anyway, that shit's crazy to me. That shit is crazy to me. Blows my mind daily. I wake up in the morning, mind blown. I wake up in the morning, I go to my channel, which I actually put a lot of time and effort in and I love making the videos that I make suffer <laughs> for no reason at all. And I'm probably one of the only people on YouTube that actually gives a shit about people. And I have an ASMR video on my homepage <laughs> with, with 2.5 million views in the best algorithm possible on YouTube. You know what I mean? And they're just... and their thumbnail is so bright, so clickbaity. You don't even get half the shit you see in the thumbnail. And they and they're just living life. <laughs> and they're just They're praised. We love them. We love those people. Ridiculous, man. Ridic. But yeah. But yes, episode 7 episode freaking seven happy to have everybody here I hope you guys are having an amazing day hope you learn something um hope you guys learned something you know i hope that this podcast if anything can make you laugh um and motivate you and 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 help you to learn things that not everyone says because so many people keep things quiet because you know they don't want them to be said or they don't want things to be heard but it's like i don't give a shit i'm gonna tell the truth 'Cause I'm not lying, you know what I mean? Like if you're lying about shit, yeah, stop talking. But I'm telling the truth and I'm and I'm speaking from a, a real loving place in my heart of experience. You know. So Yeah. Laugh and learn. Learn and laugh. Um but yeah guys. If you haven't uh, subscribed to the podcast, Spotify, it's on Spotify, Apple podcasts. If you're, I love when you guys leave reviews, everyone's believing five-star reviews because it is the highest quality podcast in the world. There's nothing more real than this. So your reviews are awesome. The podcast is also on SoundCloud. If you're on my YouTube channel, if you're not on the YouTube channel, the YouTube channel is called quality podcast. If you search it, K-W-A-L-I-T-Y in the description of any of my podcast videos, um, you can find the links to everything. Um, and if you don't need to click on the link, just search quality podcast, K W a L I T Y on any of the streaming platforms and you'll find it. It'll be there for you. Um, but yeah, guys, that's going to wrap up episode episode seven. Um, I'm going to make sure double, triple check that this week you get a midweek podcast on Thursday. Um, so stay tuned for that. Um, and apologies for not having that one go live on this Thursday because I messed up and I suck. Um, but yeah, I'll make sure that one goes up on Thursday. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you guys so much for listening. You're the in the highest quality crew in the world. Oh, quality merch also dropped. I dropped quality merch for you guys. It's on fanjoy.co slash Christian. I have t-shirts, hoodies, and also the cringe protector blanket that I've been talking about making for so long. is finally out, and it's on the website. So you guys can get that. Fanjoy.co slash Christian. Get yourself a pair of merch. Join the quality crew. And just always be quality with me, right? (laughs) All right, guys. Love you. I'll see you on Thursday. Peace.